What's up, guys? It's Sam, Nathan, Talon. Back with another podcast. Today's podcast, we're going to be talking about video games. And we all chose different video games. I chose Call of Duty. I chose Fortnite Battle Royale. I chose Grand Theft Auto V. Okay. So, by starting this off, um, let's talk about why we chose the game. I chose Call of Duty because it, you know, it's been out for a long time. And I feel like there's lots of research on it. I chose Fortnite because I believe it's been the biggest game probably since Grand Theft Auto, to be honest. Um, one of the highest grossing ever, uh, just just slightly behind Minecraft. And I just think Fortnite's a great game, and we should just talk about it. I chose Grand Theft Auto V because it's my favorite game, and I know a lot of people that can relate to me with that. Yep. All right, let's start off with what did your modern-day – Industrial Revolution began and how did it start? So Call of Duty began in October 9, 2003, and it was developed by Infinity Ward. Uh, Fortnite released back on July 21st of 2017 with the with uh, Save the World, a uh, co-op. You, you could play with people or play by yourself, kind of like a zombies mode. Um, but a month later, they released Fortnite Battle Royale, and that's what's made the game huge. Ten years ago. On the 17th of September, 2013, Grand Theft Auto V was created by the CEO of Rockstar Games, Sam Hauser. All right, and now uh, let's kind of get into the key technologies and innovations present in the topic. I mean, for Call of Duty, it's usually around, you use 60 frames per second and 120 hertz, but Call of Duty also created a new technology that visually tracks players in their environment to automatically correct for contrast. So that was kind of innovation that they used during uh, <coughs> during the revolution. And the key technologies to play Call of Duty is PlayStation, Xbox, and PC, which is MacBook. Um, Fortnite Battle Royale is pretty similar. Uh, uses Xbox, PlayStation, PC, Nintendo Switch even. Um, you can run it at incredible frames per second, I believe, up until 360 frames per second. That's the cap. But it all just comes down to the level of equipment that you have. On the PS5, you can run 120 as long as your monitor can support that. And the same thing on the Xbox Series S and X. Talon? The max FPS that Grand Theft Auto can run when it first came out in 2013 absolutely destroyed every other game. But the real question was trying to find the platform or the machine that can run it. I have over 450 to 650 wow. FPS. that's incredible. Yep. That's insane. They use Xbox, PlayStation, PC, this almost almost every gaming platform yep. they use, and then they use Rage Engine to give yep. them the gameplay. Nice. That's awesome. So uh, next one is the f- what is the future goal of your chosen topic, and like how is it trying to achieve success? And pretty much in the video game market, at least Call of Duty-wise, the, the whole goal – the future of the game is just keep releasing more games, and um, and I think that uh, like their whole if they achieve success in the game would just be outselling their competitors and making more money every year. So it's pretty money oriented in uh, gameplay. What do you think, Town? Honestly, I think all of our games have one thing in common. Their the owners are just trying to outsell all the competitors yeah. and get money and yeah. just try to make it last as long as possible. I agree with that. Yeah, same thing. Uh, Tim Sweeney, he uh, current CEO of Epic Games. He was a co-founder of Epic Games, but honestly, 
he thinks that the metaverse is going to be a huge thing, so he wants to get a jump on the gun. Mm. He wants to release the metaverse version of Fortnite, mm. obviously, probably to make some more money. Uh, back to Sam. Yeah. So next, we're going to kind of get into positive and negative impacts on society. And then we're each going to share kind of like a story that we've heard about negative events that's caused because of our game. So I'll start it off with positive impacts. I mean, the positive impacts on playing Call of Duty is it kind of trains the mind to filter out noise and predict future tasks, which can be helpful in like a job scenario. So you'll, you'll be, be more at hand at predicting the future better. And it also makes you better at visual perception tasks. And, and you get better hand-eye coordination, which is a physical attribute. So that shows that c playing Call of Duty can, uh, can improve your mental and physical. And lastly, it improves your social life by like communicating with others. Maybe someone, like they don't have as much friends at school, and they could just hop on Call of Duty with some friends and play, which can just make them happier. So that can increase their mental state. Yeah. Um, one of the benefits of Fortnite, honestly, Kids connecting when, when they're young is very important. Um, building social skills, even if it means just on, online, is very important. Um, <coughs> one of the negative impacts, um, it may cause like social anxiety because people online are not the same sometimes as they are in real, pe real, uh, real life. And um, that might just mess somebody up thinking that they're talking to somebody, but really they're a different person in real life. Oh yeah, if I could just, I forgot to say when I was list, listing off the positives, I mentioned how it helps your better hand-eye coordination. And um, the University of Toronto did a study that found out people who regularly play video games such as Call of Duty perform better in sensor motor tasks in which that's hand-eye coordination, better than people who do not play video games. So that kind of, that's a stat that shows that it actually does improve hand-eye coordination. Yeah, and Fortnite was one of, if not the first, Battle Royale game to release a building system. That building system can really help people expand their creativity and just build their imagination. Some positive impacts that GTA has. You know, there's a lot of things you can do in GTA. Yeah. A lot of bad things and a lot of good things. Yep. But those bad things can also correlate to something positive because mm -hmm. they can teach players the consequences of their actions. Yeah. And in that game, you can do some pretty serious, gr gruesome, gruesome, gruesome things. It also gives kids a fun source of interactive entertainment. 99% of boys and 94% of girls play video games. It's a little fun fact for you guys. It's awesome. It helps children get their anger out. About 25% of boys and 11% of girls also strongly agree that video games help get their anger out. Nice. All right. Now we're going to be getting on to the negatives. And then after, let's say, I would say my negatives, I'm going to say a little story about the negatives and so on with you guys. I'll mm -hmm. start it off. So some of the negative effects of playing Call of Duty is, I mean, it can negatively affect some time management, which which that takes away sometimes from students doing homework or hanging out with your family. And another one was it shows violence, which can correlate to behavior in real life, which a story I have to, um, a story I have to back up that fact is actually a man named Andrew Brevik. He, he um, took the life of 77 people, and he said that he was an, act, an avid player of Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, 
and he said that um, he used Call of Duty Warfare 2 as a training simulator, which is just terrible. I mean, that's a horrible thing to be done, and he used the game as trying to train him to do these things, so that is a big negative in violent games like this. And um, Call of Duty is sometimes also prone to developing mental health problems, which you could see with that that guy, which he was just not okay in the head. And that's that's another, I mean, it's a, tr it's a tricky point with games because if the wrong people play the wrong games, then they can do bad things. But also, if the right people play the right games, then then it can make them happier. Like we see, um, like we see it could uh, give kids friends and stuff like that. What do you think, Nathan? Uh, yeah, some uh, negative effects of Fortnite uh, I found on Psych Central. It says that um, kind of like the same thing as Sam said, um, it may just waste your time. One example is that was this nine-year-old girl that we would, on average, play ten hours of Fortnite a day, even bypassing the the, the need to pee and sometimes even peeing where she was. Um, when her dad tried to limit her uh, usage of, uh, or just limit her, her her time on Fortnite, she actually uh, attacked him. Didn't really hurt him very bad, but that's just a very very bad thing when you when you're so addicted to a game that it can cause aggression. Yeah. Sound some of your negatives in a story. Some negative things about GTA would be violent games reduce empathy and effective anger management skills and promote aggression. GTA is a big part of that because you can do some you can do some very bad things in that game and it could fuel your fire like about those things and you could possibly go try and do that out in the real world. And that kind of links to the story that I had that I saw on the news. It's called City News from Orange County. An 11-year-old boy was caught driving his parents' vehicle after playing the video game Grand Theft Auto, and, and he said he wanted to see how driving was in real life. Yeah, I mean, that is, that is very scary to see that video games can actually influence kids' <laughs> actions. Um, to uh, kind of end off this podcast, what, what is your guys' overall opinion on the question? Do you think that um, do you think that uh, the positives outweigh the negatives? Go ahead. The positives in playing violent video games outweigh the negatives. In my case, while I was researching my topic, I found many trusted sources that say that violent video games help teach children lessons. It gives children a source of entertainment and help kids get their anger out. In an article published by Scientific America, it says about 25% of boys and 11% of girls also strongly agree that video games help get my anger out, get their anger out. This shows that violent video games can be helpful to come to, to some children in their youth. In another article published by Health Harvard says, federal crime statistics suggest that serious violent crimes among youth have decreased since 1996, even as video game sales have soared. Um, I'm kind of torn here. Uh, based on Fortnite alone, I think that the pros definitely do outweigh the cons because Fortnite is not as violent as Call of Duty or Grand Theft Auto. Uh, they introduced the concept of eliminations rather than killing. Mm -hmm. And it's n there's no blood in Fortnite at all. Uh, 
the only violence is really just the gunplay. Yeah. Um, so me personally, I do think that the pros outweigh the cons and the growing pains is worth it in the end. Um, yeah, kind of same here. I believe that the pros also outweigh the cons for Call of Duty because it gives kids a platform to play a game that they they can play with their friends or if they're alone, it can help them. Maybe they're going through a hard time and the game just lets them escape. But, I mean, there's also downsides. I mean, it says video games are correlated with an increase in depression and anxiety. That's That was said by HealthyGamer.com. And, I mean, that it kind of shows that someone who's already going through a mental disability or a mental illness, if they play the game, they could it could increase. But I think that the positives out, outweigh the negatives, and it's worth going through the growing pains. All right, this is the end of the podcast. This is Sam. Nathan. Signing out. See you. This episode has been a production of the Capistrano Valley Christian Schools Podcast Network. Capistrano Valley Christian Schools is a Christian JK-12 school in San Juan Capistrano, California. Be sure to check out, subscribe to, and leave a review of this show and the other shows on our network on your podcast player of choice. Doing so supports the school community in a multitude of ways. For more information about the CVCS Podcast Network or any of our other shows, check out cvcs.org or email podcasts at cvcs.org. On behalf of the whole network, this is Mr. Jasper saying thank you again for listening and stay tuned for more.